This is Brews with the Homies here. We got three incredible beers that we're going to introduce you guys to. We're going to talk about them. We're going to rate them. And then we'll see where the conversation goes from there. Sometimes we get a little sidetracked here. So who wants to go first with introducing the amazing beer? Well, we got Bottle Logic. Mexican lager. It's called Explorando. Exploring. Okay. Second beer is going to be Chloris from Mortalis with a collaboration with Biden's Fittins, and it's going to be 8%, double IPA. And then I got the third and final can. It's a Pure Project and Mortalis collab. It's called Hydra Squared. It's a smoothie-style ale with dragon fruit, raspberry, and mangoes. Yeah. I'm excited for all three of these. Yeah, these are, are like our, like I would say, our top breweries up here, right? Like that we all like can agree on that we all like, right? Yeah, they're yeah. all great. They're all great. Like, great, like, they're more than good. They're great. Like, yeah, so great. good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> all right, so first off, we'll throw it back to Heron. We're going to go straight into the Mexican lager from Bottle Logic. 5% ABV, 30 IBU, flake corn, rice for a super clean sipper. Cheers, boys. Sorry, I, I pulled a dust. I didn't see that. Hands. I didn't see that. <laughs> he always does. Sorry, but... This was just, it smelled so good, and then the taste just made it even better. Oh, yeah. Heron, we'll give you first dibs on this one. All right, so what was the corn Mexican lager that we had? Was that Solaris? Yes. Yes. Solaris had that that corn. Yeah, yeah. So also, who who else was it? Tripping Animals? Tripping Animals. Had a corn one? Okay, so both of those... Very, very forward in the corn area. Here, it's like, it's pretty transparent. Like, these guys were trying to make a beer that, like, tasted like a beer, but, like, super low. Like, bringing it way down, which is awesome. Like, if if you like the taste of beer but don't want it in your face, like, this thing, you'd probably crush, like, ten of these. And then we'd probably call you an Uber. But... (laughs) Yeah. I love how he says probably. <laughs> probably. Shoot. We definitely doing that. Can uh, I tell you, this tastes like it has lime in it, and it's like, uh, like I'm enjoying this. Yeah, that Mexican-style lager making you crave the lime, making you... Well, it, it tastes like it has lime in there. It tastes like a, it, it's like a lager that has that lime. that first initial taste. I get that. I'm, I don't know like, about you. I'm getting it all the time. Yeah, like, like I get it like towards the end. Like, there's like a bitter, like... You know when limes are separated in those little like juice pockets yeah, or yeah. whatever, like like that. Yeah, I'm getting like one of those, but like it also is a little bitter and good. Yeah, because going back to what you said, it being like clean, transparent. I think that's kind of the goal with the rice style that they put. I think it was corn and rice to give it such a just light crispiness to it. Um, a lot of people said it's like almost biscuity, crisp, clean, and light. Well, since you got Untap open, what is the average rating on Untap? So only forty-six people have checked this one in. Uh-huh. Uh, three point eight three. Man, they're fucking smoking crack. I know it's always the light beers that people rate lower for some reason. Um, I don't know. I don't get why people do that. It's just probably they're so used to the doubles, the triples, and they rate those as the highly sought after bigger beers. But this is so fresh, clean, crisp. It has such a light, delicate taste to it. Like Karen was saying, that's approachable, right? If you like beer, kind of getting into beer, this is a good one for someone. And then that lime bitterness that you guys are picking up more than I am, 
is like a cool way to be like, hey, this is that regular kind of approachable beer style, but then it has like a hint of lime to it. And people will be like, oh, that's tight. Because a lot of people with the lighter beers, Modelo, Coronas, especially Coronas, Corona with lime, right? So that's where this really shines. And I think kind of hits the mark across the board. For me, I kind of would rate this like a four, four. Man, you're crazy. I think it's higher. I think um, it's way higher. I think this is a five. Yes, sir. I think Heron. I've, I've, <laughs> I've been. There. I've been meaning to tell you this the last like month and a half. You've been on this logger kick ever since we came back from the bachelor party, and ever since then, the last like month and a half, I've been just craving nothing but loggers. And let me tell you, out of all the loggers I've had in the last month and a half, two months, this, this one takes the, one the cake. This one takes the cake. I wish I could go get a cake of this, tell your mom to boot whatever the fuck she has in her fridge <laughs> right now, and put it this in there. This is the cake. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you love it, because something like this is that realm of approachability, easy drinking, and even though I rated it at 4.4, it's nothing against it. I still think it's an incredible beer. It's just I've had some incredible Mexican lagers that I would put past this that I really enjoy. I want more of uh, complex flavors and just jam-packed Mexican lager that's just in your face. This one's a little light for me. It's a little clean. This is making me want tacos now. <laughs> like, hey, I don't blame you. Man. I'm, this I'm would sorry. Go great with some carne asada tacos. Throw some lime on there. Some tacos El oh. Gordo. Hey. So we got the ratings down for this. This is an incredible one. Bottle Logic always coming through with great beers. Now I want to shift the focus, guys. Hold on. He's like, no. I need to tell them why it's a five. They oh, don't yeah, quite understand <laughs> why it's a five. Dustin was enthusiastic about it, but he just said five. five. The reason this is a five is because every single brewery, craft brewery, who creates a Mexican lager, they kind of want to throw their little spin to it, right? They're a craft brewery. They want you to know that they're a craft brewery. With this one, you know they're a craft brewery because of how just clean this is. They don't need to be super forward on the malts. They don't need to be super forward in the corn. Like, they knew exactly what they wanted to do with this thing, and they hit it out of the park. That's why it's a five. Doesn't mean it's the best Mexican lager for everyone. It just means that what they were trying to do is exactly what they did, and that's why it's a five. Damn, well said. All right, so let's have, let's shift let's shift gears now. That's all. Let's go. I was encore, encore. Uh, uh, you better have a good description for these next ones too. <laughs> Jumping into the second one, I'm always a huge fan of Mortalis. Uh, uh, I have one of them up there that we've done in the past. I moved a couple down, but love their barrel aged stuff. Been loving their doubles. Uh, shout out to Beer Zombies, Corey's. I've seen them have it. They just got it in. They did a uh, Mortalis did a collaboration with North Park, and that one was absolutely incredible. I hope we could do it on the podcast soon. So this wait, wait, wait. One, is, it, is it in stores here in town? Yes, I already got it from Corey's the first time. Beer Zombies posted they have it, so make sure to check them out for it because I'll be. It's on my Untapped. You'll see it around. Definitely want to check out. But this one I had to get through Tavor. It was a little bit more limited with the Fight Ends Fit Ends collab. This one. Right off the nose should be super aromatic, super juicy. Cheers. I almost done. I almost done did it. Yeah. I didn't do it. Everyone looking like I didn't do it that time. I came close. 
Yeah, but this one, just to give everyone the kind of recap, Chloris, double IPA, 8%er, um, hazy hop saturated body, brings berry vibes from hand-selected mosaic and subtle undertones of grape and a small addition of Motuera hops. Wow, so, what a de what a like style change to go through something that's super light to a hazy, and I feel like it brought out more of the like the flavor of this. I'm like, whoo! There's a lot going on in this. And yes, I there really is. Really like how complex and my tongue from every angle is like tingling. There's so much going on right now. This is where I like to describe beer. I like to get into it, but then I call on my little expert here. Heron, Ooh, hey, I want you to jump into <laughs> this. Hey, hold on. You gotta, you gotta retract the little part. That doesn't... All right, short cat. No. Whoa. Wait, little is a term of endearment. You can yeah, have okay. like a six foot eight friend and be like, oh, uh, you little I buddy. Love, and, no, you know, okay, like, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> Heron knows what I mean, okay? That's someone's taking it the wrong way. But, all right, Heron, I'll let you lead this one off because this is something I really enjoy and I like to piggyback off of what you say, so lead the way on this one there's a lot going on so i think it'll take all three of us to kind of hit every note yeah i think really what i like to focus on is like the bitterness so this is kind of like a grapefruit bitterness but not like a like a red or grapefruit like it's kind of like those grapefruits that are that are yellow right yes. it's more of that kind of grapefruit citrusy, feel like yellow yeah like a citrusy bitterness is what you really get out of this thing and that's awesome like, of course, the color is going to influence what you think this tastes like. So it already looks like one of those, like, lemon-looking grapefruits. So, I mean, it follows that. So let's see what else you guys have to say. I'll kind of go into my little remarks on this. So off the nose, I get that citrusy smell. For some reason, when I taste this and kind of mix with the smell of it, I almost get that kind of berryness to it. But it's weird because I want to say it's almost like a sweet berry, but at the same time, kind of weird description of it, but I think it fits like a blackberry, right? It has a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of bitterness, and it's a very in the middle of the road berry. And some people really hate it. Some people really like it. I think it kind of describes it perfectly. It's a middle of the road. The sweetness kind of creeps up into there. The bitterness is definitely there. And that's where I get the berry section of it. But then going to what Heron said that yellowish citrusy grapefruit is the main presence and then I get a little bit of a hop action in there towards the end kind of bringing up the end where it's a more of a hoppy maybe grassy bitterness mm -hmm. to kind of round it out I think that's where I get all these flavors and the combination of the smell the taste everything all the senses coming together create a very solid double IPA that I enjoy. I think it has definitely more Mortalis influence. I don't think it has as much Biden's Fittin's connection because I know theirs are a little bit more less on the bitter end, but I like that Mortalis and that collab, their take on probably their recipe and kind of made it their own. So I like that. Wow, you guys like pretty much hit everything. And like I'm sitting here because I have this same thought of like what I was going to say. And none of you guys really said it. So it makes me curious to see Ooh. if you guys actually like get this. This is like almost like a creamy, smooth, like kind of drinkable beer. Like I, like I was sitting here drinking and I'm like, man, this is like kind of creamy. And then you get 
the double IPA taste into it, and then you get that like berry like taste there at the very end. Yeah. But like I'm just like I don't like I'm almost done with yeah, mine. We're like going through them pretty fast. Yeah, and to me, for a double IPA, you normally don't normally get this like that creamy that smooth it's like a little bit more like aggressive you know yeah it's like triples are usually more in that creaminess and yeah and like so. if you told me this was a double ipa i'd be like oh you're kind of lying i think this is like a triple but yeah to me i hit yeah it's a great one overall. yeah i like how dustin picks up on that because when you get into that realm i think me and heron were diving deep and really getting into the nitty-grittiness of this beer but then dustin brings us back back to the basic like you don't want to miss out on what makes it enjoyable i think that's why we keep coming back to it to drink it right we appreciate that and we're looking really deep but sometimes you just gotta enjoy the full spectrum of things and then you brought us back to this is why we would recommend it to you guys this is why we would be like hey you gotta try this beer because it's so well-rounded and that's why hey kind of said that it would take all three of us to really wrap up this beer and we hit it right there. Dustin brought that last element to kind of tie the little bow on this one to wrap it up. That creamy texture, that little sweetness, that a hazy double, almost mimicking a triple without like the booziness of it. Yeah. We we're getting more of a bitterness and getting that citrusy grapefruit, a little bit of hoppy, all comes together for a beautiful beer. So, hey. Great job on this one, Mortalis. We really love it. And rating-wise, I'll start it off this time and we'll go down the line. What was the average rating on Untapped? I got you. So this one has 286 ratings, 4.36. So pretty big bump up from some of the other stuff that's usually around the range of really good breweries. Have a lot of their beers from that 4.3 to 4.5. I would rate it personally with everything going on, probably a 4.8 because I think it does so much so well and we all captured the beauty of it everything so 4.8 for me across yeah I think it's yeah 4.7 to 4.8 somewhere in that range just because that mouthfeel that Dustin just described incredible it's like pillowy mouthfeel like it just floats over the tongue coats the tongue even when you like go ahead and and swallow this beer, it, it's still like there's still a little bit of coating there. Yeah. It just it's great. It's not. I mean, I guess you did touch on that sweetness. Like yeah. I didn't think there was sweetness because the bitterness kind of like is is higher than the sweetness. So those are kind of yeah. like they're always fighting. Yeah, you know? right. They're like masking each other a little bit. Yeah. So there is sweetness in here, but it's not sweetness like a like a triple yeah. sweetness. It, it's not even. Like, you wouldn't even think this is sweet. If you wanted, like, a sweet, uh, crushable, not even crushable, just a sweet, sweet IPA, this is not it. No. It's, you, you're going to get way more bitterness out of this. And if you don't like bitterness, this isn't for you. But if you do, this is probably one of the most complex bitternesses you're going to no. taste in an IPA or really any beer for that matter. And as... Dustin was saying that creaminess, pillowy texture, all that stuff that you guys just talked about, the more you drink it, the more it takes over those senses. So the easier it is to drink, right? From coming, I think Dustin said it perfectly, the drastic change in style that we went from, I think kind of exposed our taste buds to <laughs> that stronger style, more bitterness right up front. So we got 
all those notes first, then translate. Well, Dustin's over here dying. Can, so I, I'll can, can I? I'll can I just say like you guys made the super complex, and I said two simple things, and like you guys just <laughs> like yeah, like you guys just like hit like giving me credit that I like. I'm like all right, cool. But uh, I think this is a first. I think this is, in my opinion, a five. I just appreciate how well-rounded this beer is. I appreciate how crushable it is. I enjoy this 100%. I think this is the first time ever I've rated something on the same. Back to back five. I was thinking that, I was like, I think, I, think, I think this is a first. Yeah. He's in a good mood. Yeah. I'm in it's a great mood. mood. Yeah. If you need to ask him anything, go ahead and do it now. Yeah, yeah. Might as well. If you see this episode, it might be a little too late. But <laughs> I still shoot your shot. I don't know. This is this is great. Yeah. I back to back fives. Yeah. I'm I mean, like. How do you follow that up? Oh, yeah. How do you follow project? that up? I mean, you you hit it up with the pure project Immortalis. Yeah. Like I said, this episode, like so far, these are all of our like undoubtedly in our top five top seven breweries all of ours so like yeah we're a little biased when it comes down to these but to me this is the stuff that i drink and this is the stuff that i would gravitate towards so for me to hit back-to-back fives is just like crazy to me yeah and i think jumping into the next one that hydra squared so we had the first iteration of it maybe i think this might be the third I'm not mistaken, because I Maybe. think they've done two other ones. Because I think they I did. I thought this is the second one. Well, I think they did an original version, and then that Mortalis. Yeah, and then they redid the first last year, and then this is the second of the redo. If I'm not mistaken, because I swore I, they did another. I'm one. pretty sure that's why it's called Hydra Squared. Squared. Yeah, so it's <laughs> probably the second of that iteration because the first time we had it. Um, I had it rated, I'll say the rating after and what I said about it, but it was a different kind of style of can the first time it changed, I think, one thing, but we'll jump into it, so. All right. Like I said earlier, this is an 8% and it's a smoothie style with dragon fruit, raspberry, and mango. Yep. Mango. that cheers from you. Sorry. We want a drink. Again, a change in style. <laughs> yeah, very different. So the last Hydra Squared that we did have came out a year ago, or maybe a little less than a year ago, because it came out during Pure Project's first uh, anniversary over at their Vista location, and they're, they're celebrating their second uh, at the end of this month, end of July. So this one, I thought it was a little more tart. Yeah, not as smoothie forward. Not a whole lot of fruits floating around in this one. Yeah, it's not as thick. Because so I think the other one, well, from the picture I've seen, the first one, well, this one has more of like a dark kind of color to it. Almost like an orange, like a dark orange. The other one was very light, like a mango-y color, like a light yellowish orange mango color. This one's a lot darker um so that i think that's the different the first one i rated a 4.5 and i said that dragon fruit is the main flavor i think this one being a little bit more tart is what you said right mm-hmm. is gonna be i think i'm getting a little bit more maybe like raspberry tartness to it 
instead of like a dragon fruit. I feel like this is more like a V8 juice. Like that kind of texture to like a V8 juice where it's kind of like... Slightly fruited. Yeah. Like, like slightly thicker. I feel like this would benefit like sitting in the freezer for a little bit. Maybe like make it slushy style. Yeah, like you accidentally did. Yeah, the, the other... Beer. Yeah, Shibay had did yeah. that to one of my beers. Yeah, I feel like that that would benefit this one. Um, I will definitely say we're not getting three in a row of fives. Like I don't know, this kind of tastes like orange juice. Like the orange juice that like like you has a little bit of pulp to it, you know. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, ah, eh. like yeah, it's yeah. got some bitterness. It's got some acidity to it. Yeah, it, to me, it's like. Yeah, I was trying to look it up to get all the differences, but I just that picture I think shows kind of more of what I was saying. Being that lighter color, being more on the mango side, I was getting more of like a sweetness, a lot more fruited. I think the first time I had it, and I think I preferred it the first time. I think this is just a slightly bit more on the tart side, a little less fruited. I get what they're doing. I think with that, instead of being like super thick fruited sour because sometimes people get turned off by that or if it's too much but i think this one just kind of misses the mark for me a little bit a little bit you can be honest here <laughs> it's just not as good as the first one i think the first one i rated 4.5 i think this one is going to be a lot lower i think you I said would, a 4.5 was the first, first time because okay. i really like that one but there was i think there was still a little bit wrong with that one for me i think Mortalis has made so many banger fruited sours and I know Pure Project has their style and they kind of influence when they do this collab so I think that's where I rated a 4.5 it was a merging of the two worlds and it worked this one I think has a little too much pure influence I think some of their fruited sours are very hit or miss and I more of their IPAs IPA styles their saisons uh, uh, and all that oh they're saisons so good but yeah i think it just kind of got away from what mortalis does so well and i think i would rate it probably like a 3.8 i think that's where i'm gonna roll down to because of the fact that i'm just getting so much bitterness i'm not getting what i wanted from it and it's just misses the mark a little bit man you're nicer than me all right let's get your rating i give this a three two yeah hey I'm sorry, but like it's like you said, Mortalis, we have this expectation because Mortalis has knocked that shit out of the park plenty so of times. So many times, yeah. And Peer Project, you said, they could be hit or miss with this. And like to me, I feel like I'm getting more of a Peer Project influence than a Mortalis one. So like I just think this is one of the ones that they missed on, and I would definitely not be reaching for this one. This one, in my opinion, is a 3-2. Okay. So, I guess we get back into marketing. Yeah. <laughs> if this was like a fruited IPA, sure. It kind of gives you like a little bit of like okay. uh, I, that's IPA a IPA kind of vibe. Yeah, you okay, know? That's a like, different way to look at it. I, I wasn't so, expecting that. Yeah, because it, it has some bitterness. It's mostly yeah. fruit bitterness. But it does have some hot bitterness, I think. Yeah. And last year's version... I think was probably the best. I don't even yeah. think I had the first year's version, but last year's version was awesome. They had uh, dragon fruit seeds. Yeah. 
in at it. the bottom of every can. Yeah. It was incredible. That was like my favorite part. It was very tactile. Yeah. This, uh, less sweet than last year, yeah. which most people are going to be like, wow, smoothie, I need sweet, which yeah. like hand in hand, if you're going to promote a smoothie beer, it needs to be sweet. Exactly. That's just an expectation that's out there. So yeah, I could see why the ratings are the way they are in this room. Yeah. I don't know what the ratings are out in the world. Yeah, let me see. I'll so while he's looking at Because it up. doesn't have... That's the only thing is they don't separate it from the two. So oh. including last year's, it was 4.16 overall. That's where it gets into that, mm, like you can't separate the two. I wish they had it. But boom, they boom. usually do separate them into batches. Yeah. So, so I, I wish they did that, but... So I have a question for you. Yeah. So if this is labeled as a smoothie-style ale, and you just said that if this was listed as an IPA, it, you well, could see it. So right? I mean, it's not like an IPA. Like, no. if you said, like, okay. it had, like, some bitterness of an IPA, then you'd be like, oh, sure. I mean, this is full, still full smoothie. Yeah, I'm going right? to take this real quick from you, is because I know, you, I think you'll agree with this statement, is... If this was marketed as an 8-bit sour IPA, a little bit more on the smoothie side, I think you would have gotten a lot more lenience on the taste, the everything. Because when I compare this to that like 8-bit style I have in my mind for a sour IPA, then I'm like, okay, I kind of get that soury IPA taste. I'm getting kind of that little bitterness from the IPA, a little bit of the bitterness from the fruit, and it's not super thick. To where I'm like reaching for some of that tactile response that you were talking about, some seeds, yeah. some thickness. That might change the realm of like right marketing and what you expect from the can. If they went down that route, the sour IPA with a slight influence of smoothie style, then I think this could pop up the rating. And then I'm a little bit more appreciative, be like, you know what? Yeah, I agree with those. So I think that's where you get into the realm of marketing, how you promote these cans, or when you do these changes, you gotta make sure you don't go too drastic because now I'm at a point to where I rated it lower and just based off of the taste, everything, whereas if it was categorized differently, maybe it would have been a different experience. We would have seen it in a different light, but that's just us being super critical going into how the whole beer process is as you get into we've had hundreds and hundreds of styles of different beers and just from all of our favorite breweries and we expect greatness to a magnitude of this just missed the mark so i kind of want to put this in a margarita add a little bit more fruit to it Add a little bit of something to it. I think it would be a lot better. Just as like a base layer. <laughs> yeah, just as a base layer. I don't know why. Back like, during the COVID times. Or oh, yeah, when we just started fucking around making Ooh. margaritas. So that's I, what you need to do. Actually, instead of throwing it and blending it, you need to blend your margarita, then throw this on top. Yes. And then like kind of Well, stir. you know what the funny thing is? My Snapchat memories are popping up, and it's all the days of us just fucking around with the margarita machine. <laughs> And we got pretty creative. We yeah. took some popsicles. We took frozen Baja fruit, Blast, Baja Blast, did, um, Gatorade, 450 North. 450 North. Yeah, we got a little wild during the pandemic. I think we need to bring that back. <laughs> Be a little bit crazy with it, but I have the machine. We might as well. Yeah, 
Hey, do a stout margarita? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that we, is awesome. How would that work? Throw churros in. Try. Oh. <laughs> all right, who's going to Disneyland to pick up some churros? Let's all go to Disneyland. Uh, dude, you don't have to tempt me with a good time. Hey, Dustin's all about a good time. You and say Disneyland, Disneyland, you tell me the date, I'm there. But no if ands, or buts. He'll be there. I'll but be there. Let's wrap it up, boys. So, it's one of those episodes. Dustin, back-to-back fives. Last one didn't hit the mark. Heron and I really enjoyed the first two. Last one didn't hit the mark as well, but still, great episode, great beer. Love sharing it with you guys. Make sure to check out our bite episode. They'll be up too. Referencing the churros. Heron, hey, give hey. you a little education on that one too. Say it right. Hey, churro. There you go. All right, there you go. now you gotta do it. Now you gotta do it. Churro. <laughs> hey, roll on the Mars. It, it sounded like you guys were saying like uh, shit, but like <laughs> churro instead of churro. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, hey. we'll end it here. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. We always like to end it with a laugh. So cheers, guys. We'll catch you later. Cheers. Cheers.